Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Conscious Club podcast. I actually don't know what episode this is. It might be episode four, I think. But <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, my name is Arij, and... My name is Garrett. And we are the people who run this podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> um, this we haven't made an episode or recorded an episode in a while, but today I just felt like wanting to do it and I don't have any specific ideas about what this conversation is going to be about yet but I do want to start sorry Luna is walking around and we're just gonna have to deal with it (laughs) okay and if you're listening to the audio if you want to see Luna walking around you can watch this (laughs) the video is going to be uploaded on YouTube So what I wanted to start off with today is talking about the concept of discipline and the the topic of, because in the previous episodes, we spoke about like having a vision that you want to fulfill for yourself, like having goals and holding those goals no matter what. And when I recorded that podcast, that's kind of where I was. I was in the phase of really getting clear on what it was that I wanted to bring into my life. Um, But now I'm at a phase where I'm actually doing it. I'm actually taking actions to support those visions because back then it was like very up in the air. I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do. But I wasn't, uh, I didn't yet have the like green light. I always say this, I have this like concept called intuitive green light, where if I want to do something, I know sometimes what I have to do, but sometimes it just doesn't feel like the right time to do that thing. And I kind of wait. So for example, if I'm like, oh, I want to, I have a interesting video topic, right? I can have the topic like one week and then I can be like, oh, should I film it today? Or should I post it now? And um, the answer I'll get is like, no, not yet. And so, and then like a couple weeks later, that topic will come up again. And it's like, okay, now's the time to post it. Even though I had the idea a long time ago, I wasn't getting the go ahead from my inner guidance to actually do the thing or take the action. And then I got the intuitive green light later on. So that's what, like in the previous episodes where we were talking about vision making, I was still up in the conceptualization phase and I wasn't getting the green light to actually go ahead and do anything. But now I am fully in the season of doing things. And when you're in this season, a lot of what I'm learning, I'm like really exploring the relationship that I have to the concept of discipline and just like how the con how it changes based on whether the whether you're disciplining yourself to do something that you feel like you should be doing or something that someone else told you to be doing versus um, having the discipline to do something that you kind of feel called to do by yourself from yourself does this make sense? Yeah. Does anything so, I'm saying make something sense? That you, yeah, <laughs> something that uh, you want to do rather than something that everyone else does. Yeah, because I feel like people always talk about discipline when it comes to... I talk about hustle culture a lot. And a lot of the time, the concept of discipline is very intertwined with the concept of burnout. It's like, I had a really hard time committing to doing things because in the past when I had to do things they were always things that someone else told me to do whether it was my family members or whether it was um 
the school or an, an employer. It was like I had to do these things, but none of these things were things that I actually wanted to do that I, w- I felt like they were fulfilling tasks to achieve. So when I had to discipline myself and um, actually sit down to do them and schedule them in and actually do them, it felt very, it felt very forced. Um, but now what I'm finding is that for tasks that I'm setting for myself, even though I'm doing the same things, I'm scheduling them in and I'm um, like making sure that I show up for them and I'm committing to them, the feeling is not the same. It doesn't feel as forced, even though from the outside perspective, it looks like I'm doing the exact same. Does, does any of the, like, yeah. I feel like I can't. I feel like it's, we're basically talking about how there's like this hustle culture mentality that's out there and people try and, uh, Luna's so distracting. I know. People try, it's okay. Um, <laughs> like there's a lot of people online, like influencers or like whatever, just anyone mm-hmm. putting content online that um, boasts like the fact that they're like hustling. Yeah. They're like working so hard and they're like, you know, busting their ass to do whatever it is that they're doing. But, <clears throat> and then they, they like advertise and promote like their way of doing whatever it is that they're doing but i feel like some of them are actually enjoying doing Mm -hmm. what they're doing and then other people do that but are just doing it because they see it see like the people that are enjoying doing it doing it it makes the people that don't enjoy it try it and then it doesn't work or maybe it works for a long for like a while but they actually end up hating it and then like five years down the line they're like what did I do like why did I waste all my time Mm -hmm. like working so hard at something I really don't even care that much about so I think the main thing with discipline is the only way you'll have healthy discipline is by enjoying what it is that you're working on yeah and when you were saying that I kind of thought about it's like people who are following someone else's blueprint of success so it's like you can run a business. Oh my goodness, Luna. Luna, Luna come, here. come here. Come here. Sorry, I feel like we should have taken her next time. We, we should just have. take her out before. So she's to run. calm. Hold on. Let me just grab her. <laughs> Good girl. Okay. So I was thinking like, it's like if you're following someone else's blueprint of how they run their business, even if it's the same business as you. So for example, if... I'm in, if I'm running a coaching business and so is the coach that I learn from, if I follow her exact blueprint of the way she does things, that might work for me in the short term because like her, like the way that she's doing things works like practically, right? But it won't be long-term, sustainable long-term because I'm kind of still trying to fit myself into somebody else's, um, structure so it's like what I really have been learning over the past couple of months is what my structure is what is what kind of like how do I like to work like what how many hours do I like to work do I like breaks do I not like breaks like what is my working style and it's like depending on what your working style is that is going to determine what your blueprint of running a successful business is because for example someone who's really enjoying like for example uh 
the classic example like Elon Musk working 100 hours a week or whatever that was very like romanticized right because he's a successful person and so people were like oh like they're if Elon Musk is successful and he works 100 hours a week then the only way for me to be successful is, is if I also work 100 hours a week but not everyone has the capacity or the energy or the time to be spending on that like only on business you know like some people maybe elon musk like prioritizes his business because he has an internal drive to spend time on this like he's spending 100 hours a week not because someone told him to but because he just likes doing what he's doing so much that he just that's just he'd ra- he would rather not do anything else like i'm sure that if he's working 100 hours a week he would if you ask him he'd be like yeah there's nothing else that i'd rather be doing but people try to like fake themselves into that mold and be like, oh, I need to start spending 100 hours a week on my business. Yeah. When in reality, they're like trying it and fitting themselves in, but in re- they're just building up resentment to what they're doing, mm-hmm. which is awful. Because... And who knows, like in the end, you might actually end up spending yeah. maybe not 100 hours a week, but like more than the average person doing what it is that you do. But um you have to build up to it. Yeah. You have to build up like the desire to actually want to do that. You can't just say, oh, all the successful people are working super long hours. Therefore, I need to start my career mm-hmm. by working those long hours because it just you'll break down. Yeah. You need to build the habits and add them yeah. one by one. Yeah. Um, and the more and the more you get into a topic to the more you start to enjoy it. Yeah, and it has to be an authentic desire. Granted, you shouldn't, like, if you dislike a topic, you shouldn't, like, continue on that path with the expectation mm-hmm. that you'll begin to enjoy it in the future. Yeah. You should already enjoy it at the start, but then as you progress, you'll probably enjoy it even more yeah. and more and more as you get better Yeah. and, and feel more confident in what it is that you're doing yeah um i like how you mentioned like building up the habits because that's really like that's so true especially for me because i didn't have like when i started my coaching business last september even when i started my youtube channel like i didn't have the habits in place to be successful at being consistent for example on youtube because to be consistent on you like only now in the past week or so I've like actually been able to commit to filming consistently multiple times a week whereas before I only had the capacity to film one time a week and that's because the rest of my life wasn't like I wasn't taking care of myself well enough in the rest of my life so I was I didn't have the energy to actually show up and film and do these extra things that I'd set out for myself like even one of the things that's so basic, but I didn't used to not like prioritize feeding myself. And so I would like I need to have I don't eat three meals a day, but I do eat like two meals and I have to have a meal like a couple hours after I wake up and then another one, at, like a bigger one at dinner. And if I miss the meal um, in the middle of the day and if I only have the dinner meal, then it really affects like my productivity the entire day because you, you literally <laughs> you literally need energy. <laughs> from food resource um but it's like things like that like I had to 
figure out how to make sure that I was eating regularly before I could commit to taking on more clients on top and commit to like making consistent YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but how, uh, going back to working style, something else that I feel like it's really been my own journey to figure out is I work very little. Like when it comes to like what work looks like to me, if you, okay. How do I say this? So it's like in reality, I feel like I'm working all the time because every single moment of my life informs the content that I create and every single moment of my life and everything that all the information I consume is what is informing what I put back out and what I create. Um, and a lot, I do talk a lot about lifestyle. So that like every moment I'm, I'm like working. But when it comes to like actually doing like what we traditionally see as working, which is usually like, sitting in front of a computer or doing that like maybe admin work or design work or do you know like that kind of definition of work i can only explicitly do, task things yes i can only do um maybe like two hours at a time like with a focused work mm-hmm. and that has been hard to deal with because like when you grow up in the culture that we're in where everyone's expect like everyone's expected to conform to the nine to five model which is literally like and if you're you can only focus for two hours at a time how the hell do you fit yourself successfully into a nine to five model like you can try it you can force it but it really drained the shit out of me like i need to not i can't it's so hard for me to sit in the same spot for the entire day it just drains the shit out of me and i feel like like I just, it just doesn't work and my work isn't good. Yeah, but do you need to do any more than you're doing already? No. So then it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter, but I'm saying like I have, I had to come to terms with the fact that I just had a different working style mm-hmm. and that the nine to five model, it's like not, there's nothing wrong with me for not being able to uphold that. But like, what would that even mean for you to be doing that traditional work? You wouldn't be doing the same work that you're doing now. Yeah, I know, but this, the work that I'm doing now is specifically designed in alignment with my working style. Like, if I was to work a job, like, that was the other path, right? If I was to continue down the computer science line and work uh, at, like, a traditional job, it'd be really hard for me to fit myself into... Even the two, like, it last year when I was working two days a week full-time, like, nine to five, those two days were so hard to get through. Because I could, I think like if I really forced it, I could get myself uh, to do like four hours at a time. But then anything after four hours was like me just staring at a screen like. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> especially in computer science that would tend to happen to like people who are just starting out. You get used to it and then it becomes not so difficult. But I don't know. That's what I like. I don't think that but you really didn't do it for that long. But I think you can only get used to it if there's, again, that internal desire to get used to it. Like if there's an internal desire within you that says, oh, you want to continue pursuing computer science or you want to continue pursuing this like corporate ladder, then you could get used to it, I think. But maybe. But I mean, when I was working my first jobs in computer science, I knew that I didn't want to be working for a company like the company I was working on. And it or working at and it took like a few months for me to get comfortable at that job 
But I think even and ref- eventually I got like comfortable enough to like be able to get through it. Yeah, but I, I like I feel like I just, I mean, I had the Terry Fox job for four months straight, mm-hmm. and that was like a full time nine to five, and like how long does it like even menial tasks like that? Like my brain would just like leave. In well, the yeah, of it. but you still were able to get through it. Well, yeah, because you there's no other choice. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it's not fulfill- like it's not oh, it's not in alignment with like who the the work style that I to, yeah. that I like excel in, and I think that people don't realize that different people are like one another thing is that you've always been very it's been natural it has come naturally to you to sit on a computer all day, mm-hmm. like you did it when like I did it too, but I never like explicitly like. I don't know like I I feel like you okay so explain how you work I explained how I work so explain how you work um like just well, explain a day in your life well I get up I shower get on my computer take the dog out and stay on my computer for the rest of the day maybe go on a run like I can work, I can focus for a long time. He can. He's like a robot when it comes but, to. Um, but it wasn't always that. like that. What like here? Here's an example. When I started programming in, like, when was the first program I wrote? I think it was in middle school. I think it would have been in middle school, um, maybe grade eight or something like that. Could have been grade seven or eight. Um, like I did it. I did it on my own accord too, which was fine. But I, so I, I like wanted to look into programming. Basically, I had an interest in doing that. So I wrote my own stuff, and I finished it. And I was like, oh great! Like I finished a, a project. It was like a simple calculator with a uh, visual interface with Java. And then, like, very simple operations, right? Like addition, mm-hmm. subtraction, multiplication, division. Um, I finished it, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I was like, well, that was, like, difficult. And then I stopped for, like, a, couple, a few years. And I, I just didn't have the drive at the time. Like, I didn't, I'd rather do something else. Yeah. Granted, I'd been, I'd always had, um, like I had, I had bad focus at school, but I had good focus for the things that I want to focus on. Mm-hmm. So whether that was like playing games, mostly it was playing games for like high school. I played a lot of video games and I put a lot of effort and focus into being good at those games and then in university um like i didn't even work that hard in university but then at the end when i got into machine learning then i started really enjoying that and so then i put a lot of effort into that it's only the things that i enjoy a lot that i can 
yeah, but like when, focus on for like hours at a time. So when you are in that state of you're doing it, do you feel like you're working hard? No. Yeah. I think that's one of the it's main because it's points. like it's difficult. Um, well, okay. You can feel like you're working hard, but you still enjoy doing the work. Yeah. It's not like this, like, um, what did you say earlier? It's not like you're grinding, right? Like, it's like on the outside, it looks like you're grinding because you're putting in effort and you're taking action. But when you're in it, it's more of like a flow state. It's like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't want to be doing anything else. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what you want to be doing. Yeah. So as you're saying that, I'm thinking maybe it's less about, it's, it's less about work styles or it's not a, that everyone has a specific template that they can work as. It's more just like everyone just has specific things that they're interested in. And those specific interests lead to different styles of working. So, for example, if, uh, if you're in computer science and it's like you're coding a project, you can spend a long time focused on it. But if you're someone like me and your work or what you're focusing on building, a business that you're building is related to something like content creation or coaching, like the the day-to-day scheduling of that looks very different. Yeah. And so it's not like everyone... The schedule builds up around the goal. Yeah. But then the, because you're you're interested in a specific goal, you naturally... And because you're driven to achieve, achieve that, goal. that goal and you're driven to... Like you automatically like kind of fall into the work structure. That is required to achieve yeah. that Yeah, and you like that. And that yeah. becomes like the work structure that you feel like you align yeah. with. You'll because... just do whatever is necessary to achieve the goal that you actually want to achieve. Yeah, that's true. Because like for example, even when it comes down to the smaller details of the tasks you like doing and you don't, like for example, I love filming videos, but I hate editing. And I used to think that I had to spend like hours editing. (laughs) Like I used to like actually spend hours editing because I just assumed that, I don't know, like I wanted it to be perfect or something. And so I would film a video and then I would spend like my early videos, like bro, they took like 10 to, they took a long time, at least eight hours of editing after that. For some reason, I don't even know what I was doing. Straight? (laughs) No, not straight, but I'm saying in total, like the amount of time that it took me to get from filming to actually posting was so long because I was putting in all this extra work for myself because I saw I was trying to follow someone other YouTubers templates of YouTubing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And so I would try, I would like be like, Oh, I have to make a vlog. And then a vlog is like way harder to edit than just a sit down video Mm -hmm. because you're compiling all these clips together and making sure that it's like a cohesive Mm storyline. And then I realized like I actually freaking hate editing and I hate like when I sit on a computer too long, maybe Garrett's right. Like maybe if I had the drive to do it and I, I mean, I feel like you're right, but I don't have the drive to sit at a computer for that long. Like I want to go, I feel like I'm wasting time by not doing things and experiencing things in my reality. Um, so when I sit on a computer for like hours at a time, I get really lightheaded and just like nauseous. And so I had to figure out a way to, it's like, I still wanted to make YouTube videos, but I don't want to spend that much time editing. And obviously one of the things you can do is hire an editor. I'm not at the place yet where I want to invest in an editor. So I was like thinking of other things that I could do. And I'm like, wait, why don't I just 
not, <laughs> why don't I just not feel like I need to edit that much? And then as soon as I made that as a rule, I'm like, oh, actually, I don't need, like, actually, it's better for my audience, to be honest, if they see a raw version of me, um, instead of me trying to make everything look perfect, because perfect is also subjective. And then that literally now it takes, now I can film and post in a day. Yeah, I feel like the main thing people have to do is <clears throat> figure out, like, what what's your actual goal? Yeah. <clears throat> what are you trying to do? And then try not to like, let's say what you're trying to do is something that other people do. Mm. Try not to, or, or somehow it's related to what other people are doing. Like try not to force yourself into the same thing that mm. the same processes that other people use. Um, like you can tr definitely try yeah. the things that other people do, but but if it's not working for you, then don't continue doing it. Yeah. If, if your goal is like one thing, I just want to make videos, then yeah. it doesn't matter if, if you start and you feel like your videos aren't that great. Because eventually, like once you build the habit, you'll be able to put in the time to, to figure out like how you'll change your process to make it better yeah. and make your videos better and everything. So, but the most important thing, if you're trying, if your goal is to make videos, you just have to start making them, even if you feel like they're subpar, because mm -hmm. that gives you the chance to iterate on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's so hard. Like, I remember when I first started filming YouTube videos, it's so hard to, or just producing content, it's so hard to watch yourself, like when you're not used to watching yourself. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is so cringe. Like, I don't know how I'm going to post this. And then it's like sitting with those feelings of thinking that you look cringe or that you're talking weird or that, oh my God, like, is that really what I look like? Or is that really how I fucking talk? Like, that is so annoying. Um, it's like sitting with those, but still posting because your long-term goal is you want to post content. And so it's like being okay with the fact that it's a process and that, most of the fun actually like I know it's like so cliche to say like um it's in like the like the reward is in the process not the journey it's cliche because it no, has not the you said the uh -oh. process not the journey not the, <laughs> the sorry the the journey not the destination yeah right and it's like that it's a cliche because it actually holds very deep truth like one of the things that I believe is that we're here to experience the fulfillment of our desires but we're, we're not, it's not necessarily like, I mean, we're, we're here to experience all, like all the whole path of it. Cause the whole path of getting from point A to point B has its own like value. Yeah. If it, you're just chasing like money, that's never going to work. Yeah. Cause you're always going to want more. Yeah. And it's also and not. And if you just think about it, like stop and think for a second, like what are you actually doing in a day? Like, think about what your day actually looks like. And is that the day that you want to have? Mm. Because it's those days that you're going to keep having. Yeah. Like, you, no matter what happens, you're going to get up in the morning. You're going to, like, maybe have a shower or you have a shower at night or something. You're going to eat. It's your day And then day. what are you going to do? Like... Because you're still just a person. <laughs> yeah. Right? So even if, even, you're if doing you zoom thing. out and look at, look at like the world 
as if it's like a sim game or something. Like if you if you just sit in space or sit in a plane or a blimp stationary and just watch for a week what people are doing. They're just like going back and forth between <laughs> their job and their home. And then like the life is whatever they're doing. Yeah. Like basically I always mm-hmm. make this joke is like life is just moving things around <laughs> in different ways. You're moving thoughts around. You're moving objects around. Mm-hmm. And that's what life is. So you got to figure out <laughs> some way of moving things around that you find really pleasurable <laughs> for some weird reason. Yeah. Um, and realize that it's not like your like your brain likes to project like um, these like scenarios that you want to achieve in the future. Like, oh, it'd be great. It'd be just great if I could, you know, go to this restaurant. Or it'd be, it'd be fantastic if I could, like, go on this trip or whatever. And yeah, trips are really nice. But the thing that is going to happen is you're, like, it's only as good as once you get there, what are you doing in the moment once you're there? And so you have to stop and, like, recognize what you're doing in the moment rather than continuously projecting forward. Yeah, because you can achieve the trip, get to the trip, and, and then, then be like, during the what? trip, you're thinking about the next. It's like, oh shit! Like now, I want to do this. So it's like you're you you achieved the trip and you're there, yeah. but now your brain is not in the present moment. Yeah, your brain's already thinking about <laughs> what it wants to do next. You're like, what am I gonna do when I get back? Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, you're focused on, you know, the next thing. And and that's like the heart. I think that's what is like. Like in spiritual tradition, it's like that, like that's kind of the root of all suffering is like your mind. It literally is never like, unless you kind of tame your mind, no matter how much external success you receive, you will find suffering in some moment. Like the, 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 anyway, but anyway, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was that what you were saying about the day-to-day it literally is about the day-to-day and I like I talk a lot about how in the past year my life has shifted so much and part of the reason for that is because I like what really caused like there was a lot of shifts going on mentally but what really caused shifts in my actual external reality was uh the daily habits that I kind of developed for myself and even like finding the daily habits that worked for me was a process like I feel like I see ads for these apps that are like what's your personality type we'll give you a morning routine that's gonna work perfectly with your Myers-Briggs personality type and like yeah you can start with that and like you can see what they offer you and you can see what other people are doing in their morning routines and you can read the like there's so many books of people being like this is the morning routine of billionaires and like a suit like putting a projecting out the like the concept that only if you do it like this that you're going to be a billionaire it's more like if if you become a billionaire this is maybe what your morning routine would look like because of the situation you're now in yeah but also it's like for some reason everyone also really like romanticizes waking up at 5 a.m like like yeah sure if you really want to wake well, up if at you want to wake up because <laughs> you want to do something yeah, but the thing is, like, like for example, our our schedule has been, like, weird and shifted. Like, we wake up late, like, probably, like, 10 to 12, depending on the day. And then we stay up till, like, 1 to 3, 8, 3 a.m. So it's, like, we're still 
awake for a regular amount of hours, but we're shifted. But it's like, that's just what's working for us at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, pro- we're as productive as someone who like wakes up at 5 a.m. and goes to sleep at 8 p.m. Actually, I'm having more enjoyment because we play games with like our friends from like usually 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. And if we woke up at 5 a.m. and slept at 8 p.m., we would miss out on that opportunity mm-hmm. to like socialize. But anyway, um, it's like the day-to-day habits for me, for example, my coach, Adriana, she, this was like the most life-changing thing. It's so simple, but it's so life-changing. She said, um, like one of our, I was doing her group program and one of the weeks, the homework, the self-mastery homework was to come up with three non-negotiable morning routine actions and three non-negotiable night routine. And at the time, I wasn't ready yet to commit to a night routine as well as a morning routine because I'd neither. So I started with just like, it's like the main thing is also make it as easy as you can and most like just make, don't add more stress to your life. Like this is supposed to help you not make it, make it harder for you to live. Mm -hmm. So I started, I did, I like kind of ignored the night routine for a couple weeks and I just started with the morning routine and tried to start stabilizing the morning routine and it was like three non-negotiables and you can make them as easy as you want I don't know what I I think my first task like what original blueprint of my morning routine was like the first thing was drink water so easy mm-hmm. um and then it was like brush my teeth or and then it was like um oh yeah it was like brush my teeth go to the bathroom right away like don't because I used to spend like hours in bed in the morning <laughs> do you remember that yes on my phone i, I just couldn't figure out how you could do that yeah i used to like wake up and then i used to spend like three hours on my phone in the morning i'm sure a lot of people do that yeah i think it's very common but because it's like so easy to just like especially go on and check especially what's going like on. on weekends and things like that yeah when people don't have to go anywhere they just kind of wake up and go on their phone and honestly it's fine like if you're enjoying it then yeah it's fine but if you're if you're not enjoying it like I wasn't enjoying it I felt like I was yeah it becomes like a like a habit and then you get addicted to yes the habit yeah so So the third thing that I had so it was like drink water um go to the bathroom right away so I brush my teeth and like do my like morning routine morning ritual um that's still preserved in this culture the, the ritual of like brushing your teeth but anyway <laughs> the third thing was not like to go on airplane mode like to leave my phone on airplane mode at night and then not turn it off airplane mode until i had done your morning routine yeah or like yeah that unless until i had enough time in the morning however long that it needed to take me to get myself into a state where i was like myself and that usually i think i might have meditated or I used to stretch or do something that it was like, cause yeah. going right into the, like going right into getting information from others through social media, it really bombards your brain in the morning and it sets your day up. Like it just hits different. Your day hits different. When I like tune into what everyone else is doing and tune into what everyone else is saying, I kind of lose a part of myself for that day. And then I'm less focused yeah. during the day on my own things because my brain is now processing all this information that it, got from other people that was unnecessary to me but I was just so used to and addicted to going on my phone and seeing and receiving that information yeah one of the things that I noticed over the past couple years I guess was that like 
I enjoy learning things, but sometimes I go on and just like learn or like watch random videos about so many different things in the morning. And then that kind of like adds all these different facts into your brain that are Mm. unrelated to what you're actually trying to do. Yeah, exactly. So I've tried to like notice if I'm watching something that's interesting to me, I start asking like, this is cool. And like, I'll, I'll definitely, I still watch a lot of like random videos about different things that aren't directly related to my field, but, um, I like to try and limit it and think like every once in a while is this thing I'm watching something that I'm actually going to be able to use in my Mm -hmm. life in some way. And if I, if I say no to that question, then I tend to like click off and go back to learning something that it's actually going to apply in my near future. Yeah. But then near our medium term future, but then you do still watch, like I still like break, like breaks when you're taking breaks, you still, you can still watch videos that are not. Oh yeah. Relate. Of course. Yeah. Are you just talking about like in the morning? Like at the beginning part of your day? No, because sometimes like I'll be working on something and then I'll have like a a talk or like a science video up or something like that. So like I might be like doing a machine learning project and I have like a video open about like nuclear power or something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. And then I'm like, wait, do I actually? I see. Am I actually going to use this soon? Like maybe I'll use it like when I have money and I can make some investments or something, but... Right now, I see. Like, I see. I can't take any action. Based on <laughs> I it, so see. I'll try and put on something that's more related to what I'm actually doing. I see. So it's like you don't want to dive. You try not to dive too deeply into topics that you can't really do anything about in the moment. Yeah. Because it gives your brain mind too much to process. Yeah. And sometimes it's useful because you'll look at like there's a saying that. Like, advancements always come from the intersection of two disciplines. Mm. So, like, you'll, maybe you'll see something, like, for me, like, like I said, I watch a lot of educational stuff. So, I'd say I was watching something about, like, biosciences or, like, some technique that they're using to develop some drug or something like that. And maybe it's, like, maybe there's some aspect of that that's applicable to what I'm doing like a lot of the times there's like cross-pollination of ideas between disciplines Mm -hmm. and that's can be super useful so Mm -hmm. I don't like cut it out entirely but um like that's where you'll find most opportunities too for for new Mm -hmm. ideas but um yeah I don't cut it out entirely but I try and stay a little bit more on topic yeah so it's like similar to what i always i always preach this is like be really mindful of the information that you're consuming and the content that you're consuming and it's like for you it comes down to topics but for me like i dis i discern whether content is good for me or not good for me based on how it makes me feel because i'm like my main goal at the core of everything is to maintain uh more uplifted state of being um so that if i can get myself to stay in the stable state of uplifted like 
like a sense of like a some someone who's I feel peaceful and joyful and it's like that's my main goal at the bottom of it at the core of it and then use like once that's stabilized then I can help my clients then I can show up on YouTube and like post like content that that uplifts other people but for me it's like anytime I watch anything like I have to not watch TV shows like I have to stop myself from watching TV shows that maybe explore darker themes because even though they're really interesting and I appreciate the thought and the creativity that went into creating these like shows if it makes me feel less than uplifted and less than peaceful and it starts introducing darker themes and darker energies into me then it's hard for me to go on and do the things that I wanted to that I've set out to do so it's like you talk like in terms of cutting out content that's not serving based on topic and then I'm like based on feeling based on the vibe of it Mm -hmm. based on the intentions of the people of like what themes that are exploring like what are the ideas and energies that I'm letting into my space um that's really important and that it's like that's in terms of content that you watch or you read or etc but it's also the people that you interact with like if you're speaking to someone who's like you have to kind of be really mindful about what perspectives you're letting into your own mind because your mind can take a perspective and then like build a whole storyline around it and you can get into some really dark places just because you were watching too many dark things right Mm -hmm. yeah i think i'm gonna uh i think we should cut this now because i have a float tank appointment (laughs) i just wanted to mention that um yeah do you have any last thing to say no, I think it's good. Yeah. It's good, good little talk. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching. And if you want to learn about sensory deprivation tanks, <laughs> leave a comment and we will talk about it in the next episode. Yeah, because that's something that I think Garrett and I first did it last December. And then he's done it that one time and then I've continued to do it every month, basically. Yeah, I would love to share about that at some point and why I choose to invest in that. So yeah. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here and we love you.